This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So I'm so, so I'm meeting with Johnny and Kamal, and uh, eventually the conversation gets to, you know like we make small talk for a while, and uh, they want to ask me to be the fifth Jerky Boy. This is when it was Johnny Kamal, Jonathan Frakes, and um, Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki, mm-hmm. yes. And I say like, thank you. know, that's really nice. I love. Can I just try one? Uh, mm. Can I just like you know? Can I just get on the phone and, oh like, boy. and try one of these things? Yes. And I ordered a real pizza, mm. hung up the phone, and said, "Thank you, gentlemen. I'm I'm not interested. Enjoy your pizza." And you left a hundred dollar bill to pay for the pizza. Yes. Yes. Well, that's big of you, and I certainly have some regrets from my wild youth of doing some. Pranks I wish I could take back. Yes, that's what I want. Like, you know, you must think about that. Yes, and I don't sleep well, mm-hmm. that's for sure. And one of them was um, uh, hitting my uh, neighbor with a cream pie. Mm. Oh, that wasn't a – was that a phone call? Hmm? That wasn't – that was a prank phone call? No, no, I wasn't allowed to have a phone as a youth, but I did have a cream pie, and um, I should have just eaten it looking back, but instead I hit my neighbor on his tuchus with it, and uh, it looked like he sat, well, it looked like he sat in a cream pie, but it was tough stuff. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook. Hi, welcome. to kicking button, dropping names in the red carpet back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Um, we did a few weeks ago a listener call-in show. Yeah. We said at the time, um, we were not going to be doing one for a while. Yes, and that if we ever did it again, it meant the show was in big trouble. Uh, well, it turns out we are doing one again, but the show is not in big trouble. The show is doing very well, uh, and it just turns out that we just wanted to. Yes, and we just liked it, and we didn't have a guest cancel. It's not for any emergency. Nobody canceled. It's for normal. And it wasn't the second time they canceled either, and I'd like to make that very clear. So um, we wanted to talk to our fans, and it's even nicer yes. than talking to guests. And mm-hmm. one thing is our fans never cancel on us, and and not that that happened with the guest, but... Um, do we continue talking with somebody on the line or just like have our own conversation with just somebody hanging out? Or let's, should we? Yes, let's get somebody on the line just, and then just, just tell them to, to be quiet. Just to be a quiet observer. And just be a little. That sounds good. Tiny mouse out there. Who do we. Let's get, um, let's get somebody on to talk with us, Cody. All right, our first caller is Andrew here. Okay, someone respectful. Hello, Andrew. Andrew. Hello. Hey. Hello. 
Oh, hi, Andrew. Yep, hello. Andrew, how do you feel? So you, uh, how are you? We know you. Your avatar is um, Steve Zissou because mm-hmm. you love the movie. Um, What's your favorite part of that movie? The um, oh, I like the the yellow submarine. Oh, okay. my favorite band. Yes, your favorite band. Yes, Port- Portuguese David Bowie. It's a funny, funny movie, and there's always funny things happening in it, and, and we love it too. Uh, but how do you feel about just being, just like sitting quietly for a little while and just it being like you're in a conversation with me and Sean, but just like Sean and I are catching up. And, and in like in a real conversation, you're sort of just watching the two masters at work. Yes. And you're just sipping a soda pop and enjoying the show. Okay. So I, I wouldn't be contributing in any way. Uh, well, well, no, I certainly disagree. in some I way. I wouldn't say it's not in any way. I definitely feel your presence. To 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 be a good observer <laughs> is a real skill, Andrew. Okay. Well, I, I can do that. I can. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I was gone last week. Yes. Tell me all about it. Uh, you mentioned on the show I went to space mm-hmm. with Lance Bass. Yes, how's Lance? He's fine. He likes to go up into the moon, and mm. he likes to. Scuff up all the other footprints that are up there, uh, because you had so he's the only moon man. Neil's and Buzz's and Alan's footprints, because the footprints is science thing. They stay forever. They become fossils on the moon. Did, but he goes and he scuffs them up, so it's only Lance. Have you think about this at all? Now, Lance Bass, his peak career-wise, we could say, is probably when he was given the Moon Man Award. By mm-hmm. the MTV movies and music people, mm-hmm. and so do you think he misinterpreted that? Yes. Do you think that this whole space thing that he's done with you and some other gentlemen he's friends with is a misunderstanding? Is possibly yes. Just either trying to recapture the Moon Man magic, or just him thinking that, that getting that he award was being given a mission meant he yes meant he was being assigned to the moon. <laughs> uh. Well, I know he likes to do science. We went to look in a scientific cave up mm. there, and we saw special rocks, um, and we saw um, mineral streams, and there was a turtle Ooh. in, like, kind of a space outfit, and we thought, like, oh, is this, like, a smart smart turtle's planet? Yes, tur- turtle astronaut, or, yes. But it was... Yuri Gagarin had dropped this turtle on his way through space. Oh. Which we eventually figured out. He used to just, like, get pets and then kind of, like, forget about them and just, like, drop them wherever, you know, just, like, forget about them in space. That's disrespectful. Yes. And the turtle was okay? Turtle's great. Well, it's a science thing. Turtles live. They... Get old, get young again, get old again, get young ah, again, and yes. they spiral back and forth. It's the yo-yo. Mm-hmm. It's the yo-yo effect. Of space, yes. yeah. So, oh, that's so interesting, and he just eats moon rocks now. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's nice. I bet he misses swimming, but, uh, you know, everybody has to make sacrifices, especially in space. Now, Andrew, did you have something you wanted to call about? Some kind of prepared... Game plan, stick some kind uh, of, yeah. No, not not really. Um, 
Did you have a, a topic or a theme or anything? A topic. A That's topic. an interesting idea. Ooh, maybe we should do that if we movies? do something. Oh, yes. Movies. Okay. The topic is movies today, Andrew. Now, speak on that, why don't you, please? <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Uh, I, I saw Interstellar the other day. Interstellar? Yeah. What is that? It's the, um, the space space movie oh okay okay well we just did a lot of talking about space but i guess you want us all the space talk we were gonna do for the show it seemed like we were sort of talked out about space um but i guess we can do a little more do you think uh andrew do you think that space is on the other side of a bookshelf the uh the bookshelf um i i mean i I don't really have a a bookshelf so I, i couldn't really not my yeah, question, I, Andrew. I, I, Andrew, I, I did you did you um when um you know when there's a big surprise in the movie when mm. Matt Damon shows up, yeah. and did you turn to the person you were with yeah. and go, "That's Matt Damon." <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do in that movie. When you're sitting watching the movie in the theater, when he appears, you're supposed to go to the person next to you and go. That's my Damon. Ideally, you're on a date with a girl who you think is unable to recognize faces, and so you can sort of lean close to her and loud enough for the people around you to see. You can go from the informant. Is that him? Is that that's my Damon? Did you do that? That's just from uh, well, I, I was watching it with my mum, and I did. I did tell her it was Matt Damon, but I don't think she really knew it was supposed to be a. A surprise. Is he not, is he not really a celebrity over there? Is he he's certainly no Graham Norton. Who's your Matt Damon? Yes, is it Graham Norton or is it still Eric Idle? Stephen Fry. Yes. Jimmy is- Carr. Wassy isn't Wassy somebody? You guys have some you I guys have some very good Matt celebrities probably, over there. Probably be Wassy. Yeah, you think it's Wassy? I think so too. How about that Simon Cowell? What a nasty man, but I but he's got taste and uh, you you can't teach that. So thanks Andrew. We'll see you later and let's get a new caller in engineer. <laughs> Thank Cody. you Andrew. Bye. 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 I don't want him to have time to say bye on the air. Okay. So when I say a new caller, get him out of here. We got Tim Trees on. Okay. Now, now I'm guessing okay, I was going to say I'm guessing the signal is going to be significantly better than the last one since we have Tim Treese on here and he's a techno wizard and and he's got money to spend. Yes, and he's got a lot of dough. I'm I'm calling from a smartphone, actually. See, and isn't that amazing? So we had Andrew calling from, it sounded like an airplane. Yes, it sounded like a payphone on an airplane, which is just not practical at all. Um, so don't do that, Andrew. But now Tim Treese is calling from these smartphones. And if you've seen these things, they can do computers. They can do talking like Tim's doing, but they can do what else, Hayes? Describe your phone, Tim, and then we'll talk about what it can do. Yes. Well, it can, uh, talk like this. You know, I can talk. Describe no, describe but describe the phone. Describe the phone. describe the phone. Don't say what it can do. Describe the phone. We'll say what it can do. Oh, it's it's kind of um, like a black rectangle, I guess. Oh, oh yes, I, I know that phone. I have seen this. That one. phone does math. Right? Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, a little bit. The phone is almost a calculator itself. 
And if you yeah, ever play Pac-Man or something like that, you can't do that on this phone because those machines are too big. But you can actually you do... You need a dongle. Yes, you can actually do via dongle another kind of game. Yeah, it's got a, a USB plug. Yeah, that's what we said. Yes. Um, now, aren't you supposed to... Do, are you allowed to say the big company you work for? Uh, no. Okay, well, then we're just going to say it. Okay, and then can you send us some of those um, uh, uh, binocular rift machines that they have where it's only cheap cardboard, but you put it on your head and then watch the 3D movie? Tim, let, 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 let us just say who you work for. We're going to do it, so just let us do okay. it. Okay. Okay. Tim works for Google. This is my question for you, Tim. Why are you guys doing TV shows? Uh, You're getting smoked hmm. in these TV shows. All the other search engines are doing TV shows. Yahoo's Tim. eating your lunch. Um, nom, nom, scrum, yum, nom, 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 nom. Ooh, we're so good. That's what Yahoo sounds like with your lunch. Uh, I can bring it up. You, I mean, how should I do that? How do I make a TV show? Are you the boss or do you have a boss? I have a boss. Switch with him. Yeah, you guys have to switch, Tim. You have to start being the boss. Okay. He's got a name tag? Uh, he's got a badge. Yes, you're going to need that. You'll you need his, take his, badge? his fingerprints, too, if that's how you do it there. Just to get into he the has door. A beard. A beard? Do they scan Do the beard? Yeah. Ooh, beard scanner. Maybe. Hmm, that's making it tough. I wish Andy would keep it down out there. <coughs> I mean, I, I've got a call screener out there, and I can hear him yelling. Can you, do you hear that, Tim? We might as well just... Yeah, when I... No, go ahead. When I talked to him when he was screening me, he said, okay, bye, and then he forgot to hang up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, is Trees your real last name or you change it because you're Chiba Hawk? You love Chief and that kind. Um, it's actually an Ellis Island thing, so it's kind of not my real name. Mm, yeah, and you love Chief and the Kind Buds. You, it's you're supposed to be Token Reefer. It was supposed to be Cheese. Yeah, Timmy Cheese. They changed your name you know, at Ellis you know, Island. I don't think from, our family even knows. From Cheese to Trees. Tim, did you have anything for the topic of movies? Oh, um, I wanted to ask, uh, what's your favorite movies? Ooh. That's a great that's question. That's great. Engineer Cody? Yeah, what? Favorite movie. Favorite go. movies. Go. Citizen Kane. What do you like about that yes, movie? Yes, what do you like? I like their use of depth of field, especially with background, midground, and foreground. Three things happening simultaneously in the frame that was unprecedented i don't think he got it i don't think he really got that movie i also am a big fan of rosewater now that's a great movie that's a movie see did you understand when he's dancing that even though he's in captivity his spirit is still free Mm. Mm -hmm. citizen kane and rosewater are sort of bookends really in the canon of cinema well, really? we started with Citizen Kane, which was bad, and then it took us all this time to get to Rosewater, which was good. You can see the seed of the idea of Rosewater and Citizen Kane. 
But when he's in jail, he's not dancing and having a good time. What did you? What else did you like about that movie? I don't know. I liked Airbud too. You liked Airbud too, Golden Receiver, or you liked Airbud as well, the original movie, Which was, Golden Receiver, Golden Receiver. Yeah, of course. Yes, that made more sense. A dog playing football than basketball. That's definitely true. Much harder on the dog on a puppy's little nosy to hit a basketball into the hoop, but catching a football that's pretty reasonable. They and so. Thank goodness of the movie they can never catch him, but you are always a little on the field or trying to tackle him. You are always a little scared. Like if one of those big guys did <laughs> land on him, he would be crushed. His bones, his his bones would be broken. Yes, but luckily he's too fast to be caught. That part is lucky. But I would say this about Golden Receiver: isn't that Deflategate? That it, that should have been Deflate. I mean, that feels like Deflate Gate. Dogs chomping on the football. Yeah, Tim Trees. What's the truth? Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's pretty strong evidence that um, the Patriots didn't really do anything wrong in that case. So I think you have a good argument. In the in the case where they well, what in is the case it? of Golden Receiver? They were doing that thing. One of their receivers, yeah. he wasn't catching the ball in his mouth, but it was a dog in a Velcro suit, and the football was Velcro. They did prove that. that the Patriots did that. They would throw a Velcro football at the dog, and it would stick to him, and he would run away. Yes, that is actually a one true thing that happened. You're saying that's okay? Uh, I don't think there's a rule that says you can't do that. Yeah, well, because it's been proven that Danny Amendola is actually an Alaskan Malamute. And so that was, you know, that was a little bit controversial. What sound does it make when I make a search over at Google? Mm. It's like a buzz kind of sound. And then we can That's see BuzzFeed. that Hayes you're thinking you're of thinking buzz looked feed. up something. You're thinking of BuzzFeed. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's a bell sound. That's Bing. It's Taco Bell. <laughs> That's either Bing or Taco Bell, Tim. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know which one. Um, is it? Do you want me to keep guessing or? No, let's just take another call. Thanks, Tim. All right. We got a uh, Burger Ho. Burger Ho. Burger Ho. Hey, how's it going? Oh, he's in the hallway on the way back to his dorm. He's got, guys, no, guys, hallway. let me I'm step out. Hallway, let dog. me step out of my dorm for one second. I just got to make a quick call to my friends. <laughs> it happened last time, so I'm trying to specifically not be in an echoey, echoey hallway. I'm sorry. Who? Tell us about your roommates. Um, I'm I'm actually in New York right now. Do you want me to tell you about my Boston roommates? In New York, in a big hallway. Hmm. Where are big you? Hallway in New York. York. Are big, you in Big Apple? That's like the so what the subway is. The subway is just a big hallway. Are you on Ellis Island trying to find out Tim Treese's old name? <laughs> no, I'm on I'm on Manhattan Island trying oh. to make it in the big city. Okay. It sounds like you are trying to take your phone apart with a fork. <laughs> like that's the noise. It's sort of a clumsy scraping that's happening against the speaker. 
And I would say, don't do that. Not while you're on a call. Just talk with the phone. And then maybe later, dismantle it with I agree with you that something is not working. You should change something about the way the call is going. We want to crack that baby open and clean it up. I I don't think this is the solution for right now. How about now? Are we good? Are we good? Please calm down, Burger Ho. I like you, but your energy is insane right now. I know, I know. I did, uh, I had, a, I had a, a prepared question, if you'd like me to ask. Okay, is that about movies? It is about movies, yeah. Okay, it's, a little, it's a little festive, too. I don't know if you guys mind that. Mm, this is good, okay. I was wondering... Uh, Festivus, you ever seen Seinfeld? Sort of like sorry, sorry, movie. sorry. Have you, have you seen Seinfeld? I have seen Seinfeld. Great, yeah. okay, go ahead. Okay, it's a, it's a big, uh, you know, movie, movie nerd holiday coming up tomorrow and I was, I was wondering maybe if you guys could talk oh. about some of your favorite Easter eggs in the movies and what oh, kind of shapes you found them. Oh yes. Yes. Easter's a great holiday for movie nerds because that's when they hide all the movie secrets. Mm. There's a one exactly. on the um, the DVD mm. for Dante's Peak. Okay. Where you're at the main menu right? Mm. And you hit the left on your controller. Ah, uh, yes. And it's mousing over. You just keep hitting left. Uh, uh, special features, subtitles, recommendations. And then w- when you think that there aren't any more buttons to go over. Go one more. You hit left again. Mm-hmm. And then it's a, a little, like, lava pool. And you select. The, that disappears. And you select the lava pool. And that's bloopers of people pretending like they're supposed to get burned, but the lava wasn't hot enough. Oh, that's funny. You know that So, one. yes, they fall yeah. in and they go, oh, no. Oh, no. And, and then, then they're, they're just fine. kind of splashing around. <laughs> they're fine. Yeah. I guess my favorite is on the Criterion Edition Blu-ray for Spanglish. And it's in the, if you pause it right at the part where Tay Leone, then what you can actually find out is what the Spanglish version of her lines is. And you all you have to do is you pause it, and then you hit up, down, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, select. And that is going to allow you to see the Spanglish version of the line. And it's just a fun way to tie in the title and also if, do it on the Taylioni part. The part where there's a scene where she's behind sort of a clouded shower glass, but you can see it. Yes. You can tell, see where the colors change a little bit, Mm. and you can see where the different things are. And yes, it's shadowy, and that's... parts where it's a little darker, and that's how you know where it's... That's the best part. The good stuff. And yes, and, and pause, and you... I, I'm maybe I'm confusing because I'm saying pause, and I believe that movie starred Pause Vega. When I say pause, I mean stop the movie, but don't hit stop. Hit mm-hmm. the two lines. I think it's weird sometimes when black people say something they think sounds gay, and then they say, <laughs> then they say, and then they say pause, like pause Vega. I've never been able to figure out what that is supposed. Why are they invoking pause Vega when they say pause? Do you know about this, Burger Ho? 
Uh, I do know at the concert. I didn't know it was related to Paz Vega, though. I thought it was like Burger Hall. Can like, you explain? Well, like, like, hold up. Can you explain it because I don't know what Hayes is talking about, and it's making me. Oh, this is a trend. You don't know about this trend? No. Oh, it's a real trend. It's like, um, it's like the black. That's what she said. Ah, okay. Yes. So, what's an example of something they might say? Burger Hall. Um. So you know they might they might say something like. Hey, you look really good in those in those jeans, those Levi's that you just bought. And then another guy who's there would be like, like, hold, like, hold up, and be like, pause, hold up, or just like pause. That. Just like think think about what you're saying for a minute. Well, well but what we're yes. doing is pause is all we're talking about. Yes. So don't. Right, we're just going, so we're just going pause. Eliminate the whole up thing. And if we, yeah, don't and, don't do that. And your Cody, don't if you do, could edit that out. Yeah, and then they say pause. Oh, okay. Like Paz. Which, Paz Vega, who's a straight woman, as far as I know. Are we sure it's not Paz de la Huerta? Well, that's interesting. Because I think she might be bisexual. Yes. Maybe it's referring to Paz de la Huerta's bisexuality. Mm hmm. And we've cracked another one. Burger Ho, thanks for solving a mystery with us, and thanks for coming by, and see you next time on Hollywood Handbook. What up, what down, bye. All right, we got next, Chanson. Okay. Chanson, ooh, we would have liked to do this earlier. And uh, as I recall last time, he was the second or third call, and instead of what we specifically asked for, which was him to be the first call, he has moved deeper into the show he's 10 actually no he's not the 10th call this is some others dropped in between but just for technically speaking who dropped i want names people hung up yeah ran ran oh come on ran 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 hung up and now we're stuck with chan chan Mm -hmm. and a couple couple numbers but no names oh four three five and seven eight four oh Probably all the girls. All the girls Real hung Real sausage up. fest on the line. All the today. girls hung up. Chan man, what's crack lacking? Uh, I'm just sitting in my car. Chanson, we found out on the forums that the car that you're referring to is an Audi. Yes, what's the model? What's, what's the story there? What's the model well, and then explain not- how that's possible? Because you don't do anything as far as I know. <laughs> that's true. I, I don't do... I do jack shit, really. I didn't think on Vishnu Island that they had an Audi, and that's where I believe is where you said you live. Uh, you should be driving a boat. Enough, yeah. Now. I mean, my dad's the captain of the island. He has a boat. Hmm. This is interesting. I don't want to talk about it, though. What's the Audi? What kind of Audi? Well, uh, do you want to know the one I'm in or the one that I, is mine? Because... Mine's in the shop because my fuel pump went out. Well, that's definitely the one we want to hear about. Okay, you're well, in like a re- you're in like a loner. Just one. I'm in a loner right now. Yeah. But you generally drive a what? An A3? Yeah, the cheap one. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, still for for who you are. All the fixins. <laughs> Lease or buy. Uh, it's got a it's got a couple fixings and and I finally own it now. Finally, you're like 22. I'm I'm 25, thank you very much. The only explanation I have for this is that your father 
this boat captain drives people to the island and then says, boy, it's going to be pretty expensive to buy the gas to get back. We're going to have to really come up with uh, some extra dough. Like, starting to get pretty cold. Here's what I think. Have you ever seen the movie Contraband? You know what? I have seen that movie. Okay, so and Mark Wahlberg's hiding, stashing stuff on the boat to bring Mm -hmm. that's illegal. Okay, so who else do we know that's a captain of a boat? Chanson's dad. Chanson's dad. And so maybe he's stashing something. Maybe it's even a car. Oh, that's right. He's smuggling cars. And he's, yep. And he's bringing them back and one and one fell off the boat and oops, now my son drives it. And he owns it finally after having to wait for it to go all the way around the ocean first. Well. That's con- true. That's how that happened. Congratulations. Did you have something for the topic of movies, Chanson? Um, not really, actually. Well, mm. what do you have? I mean, I just wanted to call and apologize for last time because I feel like I was really combative, and and I I came to the realization that that's not that's not that's not the the face I want to put out into the world. What did you yeah. go on some kind of rant about affirmative action? I'm not. I, I don't I, remember. Listen, I'm not. Uh, last time, as I recall, you made some interesting points about that. Mm-hmm. About how is that a different kind of racism? Is that is that also racism? Mm-hmm. If you get a higher SAT score than pretty much any minority, which I think is what you said. If <laughs> I, I think that's a quote, yeah. If because you're because of your race, you didn't get to go to a good college. And all these other undeserving people did. Isn't that racist? Yes. How is that not discrimination? And uh, well, did you see this girl who wrote that letter back to Duke? It was on CNN. No, tell us, tell us about it. Well, she didn't get in, and she's pretty upset about it, I guess. So she wrote a letter rejecting Duke because they rejected her. Oh, okay. And have you done that with women sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I have, actually. I always write letters rejecting them when they reject me. Because it hurts so bad, and you just need some way to, like, get the power back, you know? When are you going to find a girlfriend on the forums, Chanson? It feels like a lot of, you know, there, there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of tension, I think, between you and some of the female forum people. Yes, and that's going to that's all bound, hit me. That's well, that's, well that, that's what I'm saying. It's going through that stage now where they all really dislike you because of the inflammatory things <laughs> that, that you say about women. But if you've ever seen Moonlight, yes, yes, thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Ultimately, that bickering and sort of fiery, passionate interplay is bound to morph into something else at a certain point. There is an arc. There's a built-in arc there. Where somebody makes a change, perhaps they realize that they should be confined to a traditional role, and <laughs> and they, you know, they start to to warm up to you a little bit. Maybe you guys. So you guys get coffee. You guys think that they should change? For I me. don't. No, I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying that I know that's the only possibility of what will. Of now, what will happen? You, You're not wrong. Yeah. You brought up. I, I think one thing that's working against you is you did bring up. You know, writing letters to Duke, and you did write that letter in defense of the alleged actions of some members of a you know certain duke sports team yes as i recall baskets on sticks when they were 
exonerated for what happened, then you were upset with them. When it turned well, I was out, upset they didn't they didn't just say yeah we did this and it's fine. Well, no, you were yes, you were you were upset that they hadn't done it. Yes, yeah. Well, I think they did do it, and I think they should just say that they did it. Okay, well, fine. And I want to say this: we're going to get an upset forum member who is a big defender. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember who it is, but someone doesn't like anybody bringing up Duke Lacrosse. Oh yeah, someone did mention that. Yeah. Who is that? Does anyone remember? Yeah, I don't remember. He must be from that area. Saying that, oh, it might have been Matt Cameron. Mm. Who is from that area? He doesn't. And always, he's, he does not post. So he's longer, pissed because of that. Chanson's pissed. I'm pissed. Engineer Cody looks like he's about to punch a hole through the wall. Fuck you. Ah, uh, well, I wish you didn't have to hear that, Chanson. Uh, give Dreidel yeah, our love. Hugs to Dreidel, Chanton. All right, I'll give her a hug for you guys. Okay, that the way that sounded, mm, just forget it. Give, no, it's a normal hug <laughs> if you do it. If you give it, if it's from us, do a normal one, not whatever you're talking about in the way that you're saying that. Okay. Okay, I'll do a normal one. Uh, I can't be comfortable <laughs> with this. Bye. What do you want me to do? Get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hang up. <laughs> Who's next? We got Joe McGurl. Hey, Joe. Hey, boys. What's going on? Wait, can I just shut up for a second, Joe? Cody, is that right, a great. literary deathmatch mug? Uh, yeah, I found this in the kitchen. I don't know. Don't drink out of a literary deathmatch mug, Cody. Don't you don't know what, what that means when no, you I drink I really out of don't. that. I don't even know what it means in general. It's a show that they do here where like writers read their things and they compete against each other, and it's a deathmatch. When you get- read that, it makes you seem like you're like a well-read co- – when you sip out of that, that you're like a cosmopolitan young man. I am. No. I'd say I am. You don't even know what you just said. You don't even know what literary death match is. Cody. I know, but I read Citizen Kane. Don't, Cody. <laughs> the most cosmopolitan thing you've ever done is give me five tips on how to please my man. Woo, Joe McGurl, are you liking that one? I know you I'm feel me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pause. How's that sick burn feel, Cody? Pause. <laughs> Okay, Cody paused it, so we can't do that anymore. Joe, uh, what's going yeah. on in uh, in um, the town from the office that you moved to because you like the office? Uh, not a lot's happening right now. Was I it disappointing? Because you live in Scranton, right? Yeah. Was it disappointing when you moved there and were like expecting to? You've been hunting for Dunder Mifflin for years, right? To meet I've, to meet all your friends. I've been looking all around town for Rain Wilson, and he's just nowhere to be found. Kevin um, and Stanley. You'd and, be looking for Dwight Schrute. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stanley, I know, was your primary target. Yeah. He kind of makes a face sometimes, right. like, "Is this guy serious?" <laughs> He's, you know, I, I like Jim's face, and he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I know the one, Joe McGurl. Oh, uh, classic. Uh, Joe, did you have a question about movies? 
yeah. I mean, what's your favorite superhero movie, and why why do you love Guardians of the Galaxy so much? Well, okay. Favorite superhero movie? I guess like wh- is it like which of the Guardians is our favorite? That's a great question. Uh, yeah, that that works too. That's a great question. I would have to say that I can't pick. And the reason I say they're that is because they're though. so great. Yes. I do have a pick. Gamora. Because she's strong. She's badass. She knows how to kick butt. And she doesn't take no for an answer. And she can handle herself in a fight. And I say, okay, Gamora, that's a great answer. But if you think for a second about Drax the Destroyer. Mm. Isn't it true that he's strong, he's that he's tough. badass, that yeah. he's a tough guy, he can handle himself in a fight, and he doesn't take no for an answer? And so doesn't that... I think so. What if, yeah. What's up, Joe? I, I think, you know, may, maybe Drax is the real heart of the movie, you know? That's, that's my theory, is that it's all around Drax. Well, food for thought. A lot of people think the movie yeah. is Drax's dream. Like, it's, mm-hmm. taking, it's taking place... Inside Drax's dream, when he was um, after his entire family was murdered, he just yes. went into kind of a comatose state. Yes. Well, I think he got killed in the first frame of the movie, and that he and that Drax is actually Star Lord's grandma or whatever. Oh, okay. And dressing up because she wasn't allowed to be one of the guardians. Yes, mm-hmm. and so then that's all her. Um, it just in her final sort of waking moments or her sort of passage to the afterlife is this guardian adventure. Mm-hmm. And isn't that a true theory? I mean, I'm going to have to consult the message boards online, but that, that sounds pretty strong. Wasn't it a nice moment in that movie when John C. Riley's character, who you had met maybe twice in the movie prior to that and only had a couple lines, but when he was reunited with his family... I was really concerned that that character wasn't going to get to his back to his family at any point. I didn't really know him. I was terrified. It was emotional payoff that we were waiting for the entire time. Yes. It would have been confusing if they hadn't settled. Like, does he ever hug his, his wife well, again? Well, you say you didn't know him, but don't you remember what? when he described each of the Guardians and then was like, these assholes? You know? But then he has that nice humanizing moment where it's like, I don't think everyone's really an asshole. I don't remember that, but I didn't I, mean that, to disagree happened. with you. I'm sorry, Sean. No, I don't care. I, you think I give a fuck what you say, dude? <laughs> and it was, shit, motherfucker. And it was also say whatever you want. It was also interesting to see that he has that he is actually tolerant because he has like a hot red wife. She was like a different color. She was like red or green or something. Yeah. And she had... And that alien baby, too. She had big titties, and uh, she had a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had uh, nice taters. And, she, was, uh, she was looking good. And a she great big tuchus, but, uh, but she was like a weird color. Yes. And he was tolerant of that. And, that, and that's a great message, and I, and I think we're headed that way, where mm-hmm. even someone who's a different color, if they do have... Uh, sweet, large tuchus and uh, juicy taters, and a juicy, um, a juicy set of uh, potatoes, and a squeeze box nanano, and a squeeze box nanano. That if those elements are there, that really that's what love is about, and it's not about what color, and that that stuff doesn't matter. And and I think that men, white men specifically, will become willing to um, 
uh, take uh, full access uh, to uh, all those parts that we mentioned of that woman, uh, regardless of her color. And I hope, I hope that's where we're headed. Yeah. I mean, let's see what we got for the sequel, you know? Joe, you do a lot of Shakespeare, right? Yes, correct. We love Shakespeare. Um, disagree. Oh, I boy. love the plays that Shakespeare supposedly uh, wrote that he definitely didn't. Well, wrote. and so I um, love the word. This is Joe's Sean. This is Joe's life. This is Joe's life. Well, he's, he's living given, a lie. <laughs> he's given this over. And if you ever saw Anonymous, you'll know that a lot of people got shot with cannons over that lie. I'm furious. I'm fuming right now. Okay, Cody, you better hang up. What's Sean, the, this, is, this is my life, bud. What's the best Shakespeare right before you go? Uh, boy, Taming of the Shrew. Boy, Taming of the Shrew. Sounds a little salacious yeah. for someone to get, a, a shrew to get what is boy, boy tamed. Taming? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like to see. A shrew or anybody get boy tamed on, boy tamed. on stage, but um, you like what? Who am I to tell you what you should like and not like? Bye. Boy taming. Hmm. Is it? Hey, this is Anastasia. Okay. Hi, Anastasia. Well, well, well. Is it taming Hi. taming someone so they become a boy, or is it taking a boy? And taming it into... Anastasia, what's boy taming? It's taming a wild boy. Oh, it's taking a wild jungle boy and making An him engineer civilized. Cody boy. Oh, okay. So I like that. I would like to see that happen. Oh, well, thank you for clearing that up. Anastasia. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm glad I can help. Anastasia, what's crackalacking? Um, not much. I'm just sitting in my car in San Francisco looking at the Golden Gate Bridge. Don't jump. I can tell in your voice. <laughs> I I Listen, thank you for, you, you made me a nice birthday video, and you um, sent me a card that I just got today, a nice birthday card. Thank you for being so obsessed with my birthday. I got a card as well. There was one large difference between Hayes' card and my card. Five large, that uh-huh. is. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have enough cash. Couldn't have given us each 250 well, what is what upsets me about that is, I under, thank you for you, she gave me five dollars for my birthday. But why? It's not even Sean's birthday. Why did he even get a card? It delegitimizes my card. Rip the five in half, you know, one half in his, one half in mine. I, then he can't use his without me. I have to spend it on a nice I outing just, with you. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I just wanted Sean to. Um, Join in the celebration of your birthday. Sean does need, yes, you're right. Sean does need an unbirthday present. If Sean doesn't get an unbirthday present when one of his siblings gets something, when one of his friends has a birthday. I remember having my own birthday a few months back, and I remember getting, I'm trying to remember exactly what I got. Oh, yeah, jack fucking shit from all you motherfucking forum members. And we've been doing the show for a little bit. So it's surprising to me that Hayes would get so much and that I would that I would necessitate me getting a consolation prize. When the opportunity was there, it's like, don't worry, Sean. You'll get something for your birthday, too. Uh, I had my birthday. I know I that's not I thought your birthday true. was in August. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
Did we skip August? I know, this but year? it's coming around again. Hmm? She says it's coming around it's again. It's coming around again. I hope you're right. But with some of the stuff I'm reading about the water in California, I'm not so sure. Yeah. And stuff. That's true. With you, even apart from. Oh, yeah. August may be coming for the planet, but not necessarily for yours truly. <laughs> Anastasia, what's. Well, um, so What's happening? What's um? What kind of movie stuff do you want to talk about? Um. Well, what's your What's the best comedy you've seen recently? Hmm. Hmm. Funniest or best? They're two different questions. Maybe both. Oh, that I don't know. I want to talk about Birdman. Did you like Birdman? I thought it was okay, but I honestly That's incorrect. It was the, very, very good movie. It was actually the best movie of the year. Just and in you case can you just forgot. check. You can just check and they tell you which the best movie of the year was. I, I appreciate young people in other movies aren't discussing Twitter exclusively. And they, they, they in this movie, they did the right thing, which was having the, the young daughter who is, I guess, like in her mid-20s, but she sort of acts like a 14-year-old, is really strongly passionate about her father getting on Twitter. This is what young people care about today. Their parents going on Twitter. I've, I mean, I have gone so far as to make a Twitter account for my dad, take his hand, put it on the keyboard, and start typing tweets out with his hand while he's asleep. That's how much I care, Anastasia. And so... For me to see a movie where the daughter has a sole intention of getting her dad to like Twitter and for him to say something that my dad says to me all the time, which is, your whole generation only cares about going viral. (laughs) For that to be the best part of the movie as well, which was used in every clip at the Oscars for every actor, that is... Truly the voice of my generation and every generation and the whole year in its best movie. So that's probably the best comedy I saw because it had laughs, it had truths, it had acting, and it had a whole 10 minutes at the end that I really thought was necessary. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. What else was good? And Inaritu? Everyone's gonna be mm-hmm. going coming to your next dance, whoever you invite, homie. Remember that at the Golden Globes. What do you think his? What do you think his next movie is gonna be? His next dance. Yeah, everybody's uh-huh. say say his next dance. Yeah, call it his dance. What's his next dance gonna be? <laughs> and Hayes has a joke for this. It's going to be, uh, well, this is actually not a joke. It sounds like it's going to be the Foxtrot, which sounds like a joke, but he is doing the Foxtrot adaptation. So the comic? Yes, Bill, yes, the Bill comic. Amin, Bill Ammons. Uh, oh, the comic? Yes, the comic Foxtrot. No, the other, <laughs> no, the other iconic Foxtrot that could be adapted into a movie. Please, Anastasia, we like you, but just... Right before you talk, just think about what you're going to say because the comic, the comic, and I like you, but the comic, I mean, you got to know how that sounds. 
Yeah, my, my fault. Your husband around? Can you ask him to shred no, for us? I'm by myself. Can he shred for us? Oh, you're in the car? Because doesn't yeah. he shred? Sorry. Your husband likes to shred, does he not? He does shred, yeah. Say the truth. Okay. Did you, were you just like at a bar one night by yourself thinking like it was just like any other night and then you heard the most salacious shred you'd ever heard? You fell in love with him before you'd even seen his face. Isn't that right? That is right. Um, I think the Carpenters wrote a song about us, actually. Um, I fell in love with his guitar. And it was, that was it. And end of story. You fell in love with his guitar. Oh, I could. Mm-hmm. I see. And he thought that you were trying to marry him. Oh, but then the only way to be alone <laughs> with his guitar was to ultimately marry him. And then when he goes to sleep, you sneak out and you spend some time with the guitar. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay. That's a movie. I mean, maybe that's the, you know, maybe that's the next uh, Inuratu after Foxtrot, of course. And yes, Anastasia, the comic. <laughs> what else is going on in um, <clears throat> that strange city oh. of yours? Um, a whole lot uh, is going on. There's, it's a beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky, no fog. Uh, people are out and about. I miss it's when great. San Francisco was only identified with being gay. What happened to that? It used to be that someone would say, like, I'm going to San Francisco. And they'd be like, oh, look out, watch out for the boys. Mm. Get, don't, don't get kissed by a boy. Now it's all Ghirardelli chocolate. Yes, now they always talk about the chocolate. Bring me back some Ghirardelli chocolate, they say. Mm. What happened to the gay jokes when people used to mention San Francisco? Yes, is that not okay anymore? Well, actually, the gay population is dwindling here, and the chocolate population is rising. So They've been eating the chocolate um, and turning straight? And I want to be very clear. We're talking about... The candy chocolate, because there's something about when you say the chocolate population <laughs> is, yes, that could sound just because of chocolate <laughs> news and some of the other shows that we love. Um, it could sound like you are implying something else when you say the chocolate population is rising. Uh, and we're not complaining about that. Uh, we're complaining about the candy lovers who appear to have taken over the city. Yes. You're you're talking That's about yes. the gay population eating real chocolate and being cured of their gayness. Yes. Wow. Well, that's a that's something to really think on for us. I never, I'd never looked at it that way. But that's why you have callers. I mean, Anastasia is here to educate us. I can't be in that city all the time. I can't see what's happening, so your boot's on the ground saying that the entire gay population has started to eat candy and that that has made them now either move out of the city entirely or start liking people who have different um, body parts in the downstairs part of their body. It's happening. You say candy. You say chocolate's candy? Mm. No. Chocolate is just chocolate. Candy's Necco wafers. Mmm. What's uh, gummy, sour gummy worms? Those are gummies. 
What about the wax uh, bottles? It's like a wax soda bottle, and it's got uh, you know liquid inside. Oh yes, that's soda. Okay, styrofoam UFO thingies, and there's little hard uh, um, like miniature jawbreakers in it. Oh, that's a suckum. Okay, bottle caps. Bottle caps is like Necco wafers. So that's candy. That's candy. Ooh, okay. Yes, it's soda candy. Hmm. Sugar baby. What's your favorite uh, chocolate, Ghirardelli chocolate, Anastasia? Which color bar? I think it's orange and it has caramel inside. Oh, sea salt caramel. Mm. Mm. That's <laughs> very interesting combination. Okay, bye. And this probably is going to be the end of the show. Uh, we'll last oh, call I guess so. Uh, one more caller? Yeah, one more call. How many do we have? Still waiting. Quite a few. Let's so. do rapid fire calls. Okay. Right, okay. First up is Steve H, American Diaper. Oh, this is a, this is American Diaper. Is that your kid? Yes, it is. Congratulations! Wow. Oh, thank you. He's wearing an American Diaper. Can we uh, can we talk to your child really fast? He doesn't really know how to talk, but sure. We just want to talk to him. Yes, we'll talk at him. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Steve's son. Okay, Steve's son, little Steve. When you grow up, you're going to think back to this time in your life and wonder why your dad was always posting on the forums when he should have been playing with you. (laughs) Forgive your father. One day you'll understand because... A soothsayer like a Sean or a Hayes, or if you're lucky, both, will enter your life, and you'll need to, at all times, be scanning other people, talking about them, posting about them, sometimes posting about other stuff and making people mad. But in general, you're going to want to be on the front lines, and that's what Steve has done. And so while you're suffering now, ultimately, it will be your gain. Maybe our children one day will grow up, host a podcast with a forum that you will post in a lot. And won't that be nice? And then the circle will remain unbroken. Anyway, you sound like a nice kid. You got a good head on your shoulders. Good luck to you. You're going to be fine. Steve? He says thank you. Yes. Steve, thanks for being a fan, okay? Thank you, guys. Okay, bye, Steve. I'll play this for my son when he's 18. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> All right, next up. Next up, a bear. Okay. Hi, bear. Hey, are, you, are you Jay Monsterface? Lot no, of theories. I'm not Jay Monsterface. Why does that theory exist then? Here's what I think. I think because... Yeah. Okay, Hayes. My theory is when you join the forum, you and Jay Monsterface sort of join the forums new at the same time and you use yeah. each other as like a, a sounding board like you supported each other in such a way that it seemed like you both had the approval of the forums when actually it was just one other person it was uh, a coordinated smoke screen effort <laughs> correct well yes, that's right <laughs> smart where are you from I am from Philadelphia. Ooh, oh, baby. Yes. The, uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the goofy mascot guy. So I love that stuff, and it's so funny. You love that, and even that's a reference because of the mm-hmm. most world's most beautiful statue. What could be a more beautiful than a statue that just says the word love? Yes, and and for and brotherly love. Oh, it's very inspiring. Yes, yeah. is that the brotherly love thing? This is something that's always confused me. Is that supposed to be like between? Is it like two guys or like two black guys? <laughs> well, it is 2015, you know. I think. So, but which is, is it? Like brotherly encouraged. love. <laughs> you know what, what I mean. One thing is this caller episode. I don't know a single caller that it hasn't brought up race, sexuality. Uh, you know, gender inequality, like I, it's all and very controversial angles on it. And to the listener who's listening to this episode, it may sound like it's coming out of haze, maybe mainly because of the way it's edited that he at every turn has somehow made stuff about that. But no, it's the callers bringing it up <laughs> and admit that a bear. Yep. What? Bobby a bear. Admit. Okay, next next person. Thanks, a bear. All right, this Chandler Bing dot com and mom. <laughs> Am I on? This is the true villain of, of the forums right Uh-oh. here. The man who almost destroyed the forum. What nefarious plan do you have for this show? I brought some showgirls for you guys because your demographics have been down. I got my mom, my dad. And they like shows. They like showing their stuff. And I can keep going. No, yes. Keep, yes, no, please. Keep no. going. <laughs> when we're quiet, that means keep going. Yes. Mom and dad, they're, oh, they're, calling, me, they're calling me off. Okay, they're leaving right now. So, guys, I've been on the forums. I've been making some jokes. And I no. came to, to say hello. And... It's really quiet in here. Very, very quiet. So quiet. We just like to hear you do your stuff. (laughs) This is your platform, man. Yes, I've been listening to the show and laughing my face off. It's quite enjoyable. Thank you. Yes, you're quite talented. And that's been rubbing off on all of us, as I've noticed. I don't know about all that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Chandler. Thanks, Chandler, and we love Friends. (laughs) Uh, Friends was canceled in the 90s. But do you remember the one episode where uh, Chandler is going to go inside and he um, is worried about being funny and he's sort of practicing jokes outside the door and... um, he says, uh, uh, d- is that funny? And then he says, why am I asking you? To the door, he says, why am I asking you? You're a door. You only like knock-knock jokes. And then he goes, ah, save it for inside. That part was good. <laughs> yes, the inside jokes are always the best jokes. Uh, always. Mm, I, no, you'd miss the point of the story. And that's okay. But, <laughs> yes, you'd miss the point of the story, and that's okay. But it was a good part of the show. And, and maybe since it's your namesake, go back, find that episode, and just really study it. 
That is consistent with his posting style as well, though, which is taking the last word that someone said <laughs> and saying something about it. Doesn't matter what, it, but it must be something. Yes, it seems like sometimes hey, you're in a hurry. It's a joke. There's two I'm things the happening. Someone hold, is holding someone you love hostage and telling you that if you don't post, they're going to hurt them. But also, they don't want you to fully read the post before. They need you to skim it. Is that true? Hey, the posting works for uh, Bjork. It works for me. Then I mean, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. <laughs> That's exactly the same thing. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. It's I hope amazing, that you're, I, I hope your loved one is free. I don't want to say talent, disease. I guess it's an amazing. It's an amazing disease that you have. Okay, thanks, Chandler. Thank you, Chandler. Who's next? Next, we got Lauren Silly Lily Quee. Is this a woman? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> we didn't know you were still out there. Wait, wh- wh- yeah, yeah. Wh- who are you on the forums? Um, Silly Lily Quee, I just joined oh. uh, the forums. It's actually my first time posting anything online but i haven't posted yet because i've been too nervous we're nervous okay. too you you certainly have <laughs> nothing to be nervous about because you're going to get a lot of attention and <laughs> the way they do it in our forums is they're not like offensive really they're just excessively nice yes yes they seem really nice yes but specifically if you are a female forum member Chanson in particular is trying to marry someone from the forums, and he's made that very clear. And so you will get, and if you're married, slow play that like Anastasia did. Don't tell them for a year or so. Yes, really ingratiate yourself and become, you know, an essential part of the fabric. Casually mention your husband so that they know. Um, But that's probably the way to do it because they will keep complimenting your posts. You'll get a lot of likes. Uh, and and we always like to see that those numbers bolstered just so we can, you know, brag to our investors yeah, that women yeah, like it, too. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's some great tips. I appreciate it. We appreciate so you. And do, a, we, do you have uh, a question sense about movies? Sense and uh, dollars and cents. Oh, God, I have, I have Jailer Big disease. <laughs> I've been infected with Jailer Big disease. I have to comment. It came through the phone. What we, I just uh, spoke over you. What were you going to say? It's my show, but what were you going to say? Well, yes. All respect to your show. Um, had a question about movies uh, for you guys. Uh, what was, uh, or when were you the most afraid during a movie? Hmm. Hmm. Go ahead. There was a moment where I thought that Groot wasn't coming back. And... They really made it feel as if Groot had sacrificed himself for the team. And I thought, oh, no, that means Groot is gone. But the nice thing about that movie is that he wasn't, and it just is fine. Mm -hmm. So I did like the sense of stakes it created. But then after, you know, the stakes are cooked, uh, I... I was very scared. Oh, no, no more Groot. And are my friends in trouble? Uh, And that's probably the most scared I've ever felt. And I'm so glad I was relieved afterwards that he wasn't dead. He was just dancing and he's a baby. And Ally McBeal uh, proved that works. What else? 
I think we we do we, we gotta go. Oh, we gotta go. Sorry. We gotta go. Thank you, Lily. Show's over. Thank you, Lily. Thank um, you, Lily. I guess since you've Thanks. never posted, you win the pro version. Yeah. But most improved has to go to Mr. Chanson O Cool. I don't know what that means, but he, I feel like last time was a bad caller, and this time he was an okay caller, verging on pretty okay. So thanks everyone for listening and um, talking to us on the forums. I guess you already do that and um, liking us on Facebook. You probably have done that by now as well. And um, Lily gets the pro version and um, I guess. Yes, she gets a pro version and it's she's going to get one haze like on her first post. And uh, those are tough to come by. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.